0: Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners, this is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram.
1: And we're live. So this is uh, Matt Bertram with Business Houston Podcast, presented by the BBB. Uh, today I have Chris Bounds with Invested Agents with me. Uh, Chris, it's a pleasure to have you on.
2: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Matt.
1: Yeah. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your uh, your business and kind of what you do to kind of get, get started?
2: Yeah. So um, I, I guess to, to keep that brief, got started in, uh, investing houses in college, uh, graduated Took a little break from real estate, but I did do four houses my first year. Got a sales job in Houston, Texas, um, after graduating from Texas A&M. Uh, did that for a while. Got married. Priorities changed. Uh, once I got married, I'm like, "Hey, hey, babe, um, we should go flip. We, we should start flipping houses again." And uh, I did it in college, and she was like, uh, "Okay." She tells the story a lot better than I do, but ultimately. Uh, we didn't flip houses. We actually bought rentals that that proved to be very uh, lucrative. Um, it, no strategic planning. It just happened. Um, but bought a few rentals, just scaled that over time. Then we started doing some flips. And then finally in 2015, went full-time real estate. And we flipped 180 houses over the years. Uh, some of those are the rentals. And uh, we've got a company now called Invested Agents where we give back just teaching agents and, and other aspiring real estate investors how to invest, how to build wealth, passive income. And then I'm, I'm a licensed real estate agent with eXp Realty and just out there providing value to agents and uh, the marketplace.
1: Yeah, no, Houston's a great place uh, for real estate, right? Like it's one, of, is it is it is it the top place in the country or, or you, you probably know the stats better than I? It,
2: it's, it's crazy, so um, as far as, the, the top place. I mean, it's it's affordable, but because of COVID and a lot of other things, and there's not building enough, um, that affordability has uh, really hurt over the last ten years, uh, especially since COVID. But um, I love Houston. We don't have like the huge huge booms and busts like a lot of the other markets. Uh, we we, do, we have other th- other problems we have to deal with, like flooding <laughs> whenever it rains longer than ten minutes. But um, Houston's it's been a great city to to invest and work in.
1: And just kind of talking about COVID, I know that uh, building is a protected industry, right? And so are are you folded into that or how how has COVID kind of affected uh, your business?
2: Uh, Initially, that was kind of, we didn't really know. And if you would ask me what COVID would have done to the industry, I had my guess and I actually did a podcast on it and I would have been wrong. As would most of the panelists, they would have all been wrong. Because what happened was it actually helped if you're selling it helped you because 30 percent no almost in every market major market in the United States 30 or 30 plus percent of the market dropped but the buyer demand stayed the same if not got stronger because of low interest rates and the fact that there's just less supply available. so that's made uh, that's made it an even stronger seller's market, less inventory, more buyers hungry buyers that they can't get the homes they want. So if they do want the house, they have to bid full price or maybe even above asking price to get it. And um, it pushed the prices up, which is is hurting the affordable the affordability in a lot of these major markets and first time home buyers and homes that, you know, folks that might be a little, that, you know, if, they, if they want to be a little choosier or go back and forth, you know, they're, they're going to lose the deal versus someone who either has cash or they're just like, hey, I'll just pay 20 grand over asking like I'll do whatever I can to get this house.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I I feel like rates have gone down. So there's a lot of people refinancing houses and I guess, you know, that might affect demand, but if prices have gone up for your industry um, it seems like, is there not as many good deals or is there, is there are people wanting to get out of houses? Like how is, how is that affecting your your specific market? Cause I know, you know, home buying is, is definitely a niche for a, a lot of people in the Houston business market.
2: Yeah, wearing my investor hat, I had predicted that, yes, there could be more motivated sellers, which could depress how, um, prices and, and create more opportunities for investors. That was absolutely not the case. Um, investors are out there and they've been strong and they're still strong and they're, they're even growing because rent rates are high, interest rates are low. It's good in certain price points. And then for the higher price points, interest rates are low people with jobs and who can't afford them like they're still buying them and they're buying like crazy and population especially in houston with population growth and they're not keeping up with housing development it's just causing a, a huge pit of demand
1: well one of the things i i know that like wood prices went way up um with, <laughs> with the supply chain right and so i know a lot of the new home builders stopped building for a while right so that probably put even uh more pressure on on the marketplace because there's Less homes going up that are not keeping up with the demand, right? I mean, in
2: Houston, when no, we have the extra problem, going back to the flood issues, and right. at least in within the city of Houston, they came out with rules to increase the regulation on the, the how high the home has to be built up over the floodplain level. So it's like even higher than what the minimum is, and, and that's smart to do long term. It's a good idea, but concrete average, is not true. cheap
1: right? Yeah. It adds a lot of cost to the houses because they got to build them on pylons and build them up. Right. I mean,
2: yeah. So, I mean, if you already had trouble affording a home or the prices were getting a little out of reach and then that just exasperates that issue. And then back to when you're talking about wood prices, I had a quote, this is a rental prop or a flip that we're doing. And uh, I had a quote for a fence replacement and it was like 6,000 or something dollars. It is a long fence, but it's something that I would have expected like, 2000 2500 That's what I was expecting to get back. And I said $6,000. i am like, oh my gosh, why? Right. And then it dawned on to me: It's like, oh yeah, like wood prices have gone up like three to five times.
1: Wow. So yeah, no, I mean, I think it's really interesting. I I, I think that, you know, if you know what you're doing and I think it's really important to really have good education around buying homes. I, I mean, I think that there's a, there's a, a lot of people doing it. Um, there's a lot of people um, you know, the, 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 just the whole industry all around in, in all the different niches is really blowing up. I'm looking at your, your website, uh, right now, investedagents.com. And it looks like you're, you're giving away a, a, a free, uh, private lending playbook. Can you tell us a, a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. So the collaboration and working with other successful, um, you know, folks in the industry that's. That's how I got to where I am now, because you're ultimately you're looking for people who've been been there, who've been where you are, or you want to go. You work with them, network with them and um, you just kind of be a sponge and absorb everything. So one of those colleagues, uh, Brant Phillips, who I- I'd followed for a little while online and we had some connections and ended up doing like an Iron Man together because misery loves company. And um, we got to connect um, and ultimately we- we've been working together with we're both with the XP Realty and just sharing value, our-, our knowledge and experience with investing and raising private money and building businesses, building wealth and a lot of agents they're, whether they know it or not, they basically own a job and they're not building wealth and not building passive income. They're working very hard for what they do. Um, mm-hmm. but we're like, Hey, look, let's just, I was like, Hey, look, let's just, let's just give more back. Like, let's give, give, uh, more value. So that's what we did with, uh, invested agents. And he was like, Hey, sure. Yeah. You can give give the book out for free. Investedagents.com actually investedagents.com slash summit. Cause we got a huge event coming up January 15th. Um, it's a, we've got like a rock star lineup of eight guests plus myself, um, just all day virtual event. Doesn't matter, does matter where you are in the country, you can be able to get in. It's free and uh, sign up, you'll get a copy of the book.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at it uh, on the website. It looks it looks great. Yeah, um, and that's what I was I was going to ask. How how is um, uh, the the event? I, I mean, it sounds like you're doing a lot of uh, different things. Um, that's great. I mean. Can you can you describe is this is this the main kind of business uh, objective that you're 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 um, promoting is uh, the education piece or like I know you're doing realty but like what's what's the thing that that that's your core business also if you're buying rental properties and you're doing flips um, is that something that you raise private money and other people can get involved with or is that something that you do Personally, like, can you maybe describe kind of your business operations a little bit different and then also how in investedagents.com plays into that?
2: Yeah, yes, to everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ultimately, my, my business is real estate. I love real estate. It's fun. It's It's got that sexy appeal, HGTV helped out with that um, and, and the, the concentration has evolved. It used to be only investments and then I realized like there's this whole other side, even though I had my license with retail. And I just, even though I had the opportunity, I, I didn't provide that value as an option when I'm talking with folks. So I'm like, okay, well, let, let's figure that out. Well, let's provide more value. Same thing with invested agents. I, I never saw myself getting into education. And, and I don't consider myself like a mentor, a guru, or an educator because I don't, I don't charge a dime for any of the content that I put out. Um, it was just, how can we give more uh, value to the marketplace, whether you're agents and or investors or your consumer, you want to go out and buy and sell a house. How can we give more value? Because ultimately, this is what's going to happen. Someone, somewhere is going to see it at some point in time. They're either going to have an opportunity, an investment opportunity, or they're going to need to buy or sell a house. And I mean, just maybe I might be the person they call or someone on their team. And that's ultimately what we want is building that brand of authenticity, high value content, and if we can help you out, if we can help you with your unique situation, great. If not, no problem. Like maybe next time, or maybe we just get together and have a beer.
1: Yeah. And so let, let me ask you. So, so how how are how is maybe with COVID or what you were doing before? Like how are you how are you marketing this? Like so you have this great education, and then you you know you have uh, a summits and stuff like that, but now. Um, probably how you do business is a little bit different. How has your how has your marketing changed, or how how are you getting people to to come to the website and and maybe register for the event? Like what what have you found most effective?
2: Yeah, and, and COVID's been bad in a lot of lot of different levels. If if we can look at the good side, is it forces change, and when you have to change, you're generally looking how can I do things better. Yeah. Uh, So we were doing a lot of local events. I love meeting with people and like having a beer, barbecue. We had a bar that that invested agents was a that's really a digital version of what we did locally Mm -hmm. Um, now and we can't meet locally (laughs) at restaurants and big groups. So we're like, hey, let's just bring it online. And the cool thing about that is we've got a whole different like a whole millions and millions of additional uh, people that we can now talk to and meet with and collaborate with. So from that standpoint, and really everything else like marketing, we used to do marketing totally differently. And we're like, so everything's going digital. We see where things are going with COVID with businesses and uh, folks working from home, digital yep. advertising, everything's going digital and it's going at a rapid pace. So like, let's just try to get in front of this as soon as possible. We did a lot of like traditional stuff. Like let's try to get in this digital digital frame, get online, start doing podcasts or doing interviews, start doing content creation, yeah. uh, Facebook ads, like let's figure out Facebook ads. <laughs>
1: Uh, very cool very cool so um yeah so what what so being part of the bbb how do you how, how do you feel that that's maybe helped you or that's important for you or like give me kind of um your view of kind of being a, a bbb accredited member uh, from from the uh, standpoint of interacting with new uh, customer or prospects
2: yeah it's absolutely had a direct impact. Um, I can't tell you the exact transaction but I know there have been folks who specifically said hey I saw I looked you up on Bbb and paraphrasing they like what they saw um, and, and I knew that so it goes back to the digital world like you don't go to a restaurant or you don't go to a new new store or anything without checking out the reviews Google reviews or Facebook reviews. Either way, they need reviews because that is someone giving their credibility um, and, and their experience out there to the world saying, hey, look, I vouch for this company. And so we, we realize that from the BBB standpoint, because you all have a great brand and a lot of reach. You're like, well, fine. Like if we're going to pop up in search search results and BBB is, is going to pop up there, I want there to be a five star. Yeah. <laughs> so let's work on that
1: fantastic fantastic so tell, tell me um, and I, I think I think the BBB um, you know being accredited like people can trust it right now there's so many people that are online and you don't really you don't you, you might not have known the company before right because you're reaching all these new people there's there's things that you can I guess look at and kind of um, check the box and and, and you've gone, you've gone through a vetting process so I think that the BBB has has a lot of value in some some different areas. Um, so, so, you know, kind of, um, coming to conclusion, I, I thought that it might be nice for you to maybe share a few of, uh, your best tips, uh, of growing your business, uh, with COVID for other small business owners out there.
2: So for me, and this is advice to myself, I wish I could give like three years ago, um, through growing the business, we were me personally, I was lazy um and i say that with humility you're
1: like in the core. We, we talked in the pre-interview you're in the core you're, you're yeah. really not lazy,
2: right? <laughs> well, no, no i'm a hustler like i get up at 4 30 in the morning so and and i do it because I, I really do like what i do i got a lot of stuff to do but i do like what i do too but by by lazy i don't mean that as in i, I wasn't working hard i mean that as in I wasn't taking the concentrated effort to get involved in certain aspects of the business because there was always someone else who I knew could do that for me. Uh-huh. Um, and when it comes down to it, yes, maybe they can, maybe they can't. But if I don't know those intricate details, I don't have to. I don't have to be as good as they are. But if I don't at least understand the process, then it's hard for me to manage them. And if I can't manage them, and then they either quit, get sick, or I gotta let them go, then that that's a failure point. yeah. And so through COVID, when we leaned up, we leaned up purposely because we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and it was like, now I know everything in the business. There's not a piece of my business that I don't know very, very well. I will outsource or bring internal folks to just total be 10 to 10 on certain things. But right now I know it. And I, I just wish I, I, I had that a couple of years ago, but hey, sometimes it, t- it takes an event to kind of wake you up and figure that stuff out.
1: Oh, ab- absolutely. Well, Chris, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? And if there's anything else you would like to share?
2: Yeah. Uh, Facebook. I'm, I'm very active on Facebook, YouTube. Um, even though I'm like in my thirties, I did sign up for TikTok. So reach out to me, any of those platforms. I'm always putting content. If you like something like it, comment, you can send me a message. Happy to connect.
1: Awesome. Well, Chris, uh, thank you uh, so much for being on Business Houston podcast.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local small and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.